Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Dirt and Sprague. We have a trophy here that we're going to present. It's the World Championship Trophy, and it goes to the World Champion, Portland Trailblazers. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You're going to go back to throw the ball. Sets up, looks, throws toward the corner of the end zone. It is intercepted! Intercepted! The Ducks have the ball! Down to the 35, the 40. Kenny Wayne's going to score! Kenny Wayne is going to score! Play! That's and Brendan Sprague. Smith hands to Simon. To Simon to the round the corner. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Lillard, long range three. The fan. All right, welcome back in hour number two. You really, you really, you really need. This one's on me. Hand up, hand up, left hand up. Who are we, the commanders? This one's on me. Yeah, you you need to pull this one. It's on me. It's on me. What's a good What's a good motivational song to put with that open? Outside of a Nazi. Really creepy to hear a Nazi singing about needing all that power. Yeah, (laughs) gotta be honest with you. I like Sandstorm or Zombie Nation. Ooh, Zombie Nation, Sandstorm. Okay, we don't have enough Sandstorm. You know what? I like Sandstorm. Like I just do working out. That gets me really like ready to go. I think that would be good with these cuts too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I used to bump Sandstorm in high school. You know, to defend Dirt a little bit, not that he needs defending, we don't have typical studio stuff happening here. Like, we have engineers putting together radio stations. We don't, I don't have a computer. I'm using a laptop. Yeah. We, yeah. We don't have, we usually have production studios. You just go in there and you record or you, you can sit in there for three hours and get everything done you need to get done. And now yeah. we don't really have that we, anymore. We don't. Uh, so that one's on me. Left hand up. That's on me. I will correct that mistake. I would also like to own up to a mistake now, get ahead of this. I did not come in ready for the song thing. Oh, okay. I just, I thought you already had a song in mind, though, didn't you? Well, I was going to do the hat thing. I think your point was very okay. valid. Uh, well, we can have listeners text in songs, and you can check out their suggestions and put a couple in a hat. Well, I took a lot of notes. I took okay. a lot of song suggestions. I just didn't, you know, actually cut up paper and write on it, like, which ones to sing. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So I don't know if we'll get to it today. We will get to it. You're not welching your bet. This is on me. This is on uh, you. You are not pulling a Swigard, as we I'm, like to call it around here. I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah, man, I, I hear everything you're saying about Lincoln. We'll talk to Steve Wolfong about this because now Dion's at Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an interesting press conference. <laughs> yes, he did. Boy, 
I, I just, he oozes swag, man. He just, he really does. And he's not, like, apologetic about who he is. He's like, no, this is who I am, and you're going to like it. He told his it. entire team to leave. Yes and no. <laughs> to a certain extent. He basically was like, if you're not willing to work your ass off, hit the portal now. I don't care. Like, already, he came into a, a meeting with his new players and said, I already have a number of positions taken care of because I'm bringing my <laughs> luggage with me. That was his direct quote. He basically said in the press conference, this kid is starting at quarterback. No competition. <laughs> I, look, as a dad, I don't have a son, but if I did, there's a world where this is me. Like, I can really love, like, going to a press conference going, my kid's amazing. When I believe his he's kid started. was a highly touted recruit, too. Like, it wasn't like he's, he's like, a bum. Well, he played at Jackson. Didn't I know. He? he was their starting yeah, quarterback. They went 12-0, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Dion thing, we'll talk to Steve Wolfong about that. Dan Lanning, you know, secured Dante Moore, it seemed like, as a recruit this weekend. That made Duck fan breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, and we'll get to it. I just I think on the Lincoln thing, the last thing I'll say on Lincoln Riley is mm-hmm. this. You're giving him his flowers. I think my only pushback is I do think he is one of the best coaches in college football. I, yeah. I, I think you'd I be hard-pressed to find outside of Georgia. I'm trying to think of top of my head. Georgia, Alabama, maybe Michigan, even though Harbaugh is maybe flirting with the NFL a little bit again. And probably Clemson because Dabo's given them so much and brought them up from Clemsoning to winning it. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if there's another program that exists that would say I would rather have my guy than Lincoln. I love oh, Jonathan. You spot I love on there, Dan yeah. Landing. I'm just saying, like from a pure culture winning, offense is flowing standard. Lincoln Riley is without a doubt uh, one of the best in the business. You're he not just, wrong there. He just hasn't put together an elite defense, and I think it's totally fair to say. What what's the problem there? What's the disconnect where you can identify offensive talent, but you can't piece together whatever it takes to to make a competent defense? Yeah, I I totally agree with your point on him as a coach. Like there's I'm, there's maybe two names in college football that you would take ahead of him: Kirby and and Nick Saban. Outside of that, there's a pretty strong argument. Maybe you still go Dabo because he's won titles, and Lincoln Riley has it. The the point that I would bring up too is. It's interesting how we view different coaches and how we analyze them. Like, what's the narrative around Ryan Day right now? Can't win the big game. Right? He's had a tremendous... Like, look at his win-loss record. Look at what he... He's been to the playoff. He's been to a national championship game, something Lincoln Riley hasn't done. Yeah. He's backed his way back into the playoffs this year. Maybe they shocked the world and beat Georgia. I don't think they're going to, but maybe they do. But when he loses a big game to Michigan, it's like Ohio State might have to make a change here. This guy's winning an incredible clip. He's winning conference championships for the most part. Uh, and that's the narrative around him. And when Lincoln Riley does, it's like, ah, you know, he's got a great offense. I feel like they're, we're handling these somewhat different. And I get that Ryan Day is an example where he took over a spaceship from Urban Meyer and it was already flying at a million feet and he was ready to go. You can make a similar argument to Lincoln Riley. He took over a ready-made situation at Oklahoma, didn't have to build that up from the ground. He's doing it at USC. And the larger point, and this is kind of the, to tie in another coach to this, it, it was the argument I made about Cristobal. Like when Miami hired Cristobal, when Lincoln Riley hired USC, the expectation was not let's be good. The expectation was not, let's win a conference championship. When If you go back and look at the narratives for those fan bases, when those coaches were hired, it is, we're going to win national championships. We're returning our programs to the golden era that we have not been able to reach in quite some time. 
I don't think Mario can get there because he can't get out of his own way offensively. He's going to recruit. They're going to have talent. He's going to win games in the ACC. He's not going to get fired, but he's he has limitations that's going to keep him from winning a championship, and that's the argument I've always made about Lincoln Riley. USC fans not happy with, you know, hey, let's just go win the conference and then lose in the playoff. They want to win national championships. They want to get back to where USC was. They brag about having national championships. That's what they want, and I do wonder, until he figures it out defensively, if he's the guy that can actually get him there. And, and I think think we'll see what the offseason brings but for USC like finishing this year with a two loss season and winning a cotton ball I know it's too lame but like if you That's can win that game first year for Lincoln Riley, that, that is a fantastic year one and, and to what your point is I think next year the expectation with Caleb coming back you've got money now like they might go in I mean I don't know I'd have to go look at what Georgia and Alabama and everybody else is bringing back but Stroud's going to be gone Bryce Young's going to be gone from Alabama you can make an argument USC might go into next season as the preseason number one team in the country and Georgia's I don't know who is behind Bennett but I know somebody's coming probably in for a five star so. you know <laughs> You know what? They have an elite defense. I guess it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter, man. It does not matter. Uh, What does it mean for Dan Lanning to get Bo Nix back? Uh, Everything. Because he's he's hinting that Bo Nix, he basically said Bo Nix is planning to play in the Holiday Bowl against UNC. And I'm I'm actually really excited for that. I know you, Christian Gonzalez has already opted out. Uh, Swinson is transferred. DJ Johnson's Johnson's getting ready for the draft. We punched a fan. We never talked about that. Yeah, I'm. Lanning was asked about that last night. He said they did an uh, investigation into it for both sides, saying they worked with Oregon State. Yeah, and basically said something was said to him on the field that would make a lot of people punch somebody in the face. Yeah, and I I would say I'm not excusing that fan in any way. It's ugly. You know, somebody will talk to DJ and talk to other players. Like, just do what you can to get off the field. Like, I, I'm yeah. not again. I'm not excusing the kid. I. I probably don't even blame him, considering what was probably said to him. My philosophy is, if you're in their domain, it's everything's fair game. I mean, you're, you're probably not wrong. If you're dumb enough to storm a field, and anybody who's ever stood on a football field knows how big these do. DJ Johnson is a massive and terrifying human. It's being. a snap into a reality you're not ready for. That's for yeah, sure. That you would get broken in half if you ever had to play yes. it down a college football. How dumb you have to be, yeah. to go up to a guy who just lost in heartbreaking fashion in a rivalry game and say something offensive to him, especially. An edge rusher, like, yeah. Like of all the people, <laughs> go like the go like maybe the long snapper you can talk to. Yeah. yeah, Camden Lewis is pretty well built, but I'd say usually the kicker or the punter is the guy you would want to talk smack to. A defensive end, I. What are you thinking? Well, do you do you buy it? Because Penix announced that he's returning. He did a cool video. I thought it was a really kick ass video, and he teed it up as if he was going to say, "Thank you, Huskies. It's yeah. been a great year. I'm out." And then at the end, he goes, "But we have unfinished business." And I think Husky fans are like, "Wow, we're getting this kid back. They let's won go. ten games. Yeah, let's go." You know, Oregon, it's not shut that Bo Nix is gone. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But if anybody's going to stick around, I wouldn't put it past Bo Nix. Bo Nix just strikes me as loves college and kind of he's thriving in Oregon. He had a great year one. I don't know what the offense would be. I'd imagine it's going to be something similar to what Dillingham was running. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll get word on their new OC hire. But Landing announced that he's going to play in the bowl game. Where are you at on Bo Nix returning? Do you think this is a sign that he's coming back? I mean, it completely changes everything for next season. And this is the same for Washington. Like, it doesn't mean without Penix, and if you had to start Heward, I don't know who would be next in line for UW. I'm just assuming it would be Heward. Maybe you go transfer portal again. doesn't mean you can't have a great year, right? We didn't see Washington going 10-2 and this year with Penix coming in. But it means that there are question marks at the most important position on the field, and it could limit what you accomplish on the field next year. And Oregon's the same way. Like, if Bo Nix is to go to the NFL, it doesn't mean you 
you can't go land a transfer quarterback if that's the route you want to go. Uh, maybe there's a miracle in Ty Thompson's ready. Maybe there's a miracle in Dante Moore's ready as a true freshman. But it changes your expectation level significantly to have a returning quarterback. And for Bo, like I tweeted this last night, him playing in the bowl game, I think there's two ways to read it. One, he's just a game. Like, that's just, he's an old school guy. Like, I'm finishing the season. We've worked hard all year. I want to go out on the right note, and I don't care about risking myself for NFL injuries. The other part of it, though, is it cracks the door open for the possibility that he's returning. Because I had already kind of settled in my mind if he was going to the NFL. There's no reason to play in the bowl game. You have nothing to gain, nothing to, like, don't do it. You, you could, the only thing that could happen is you get hurt. Go get ready for the NFL. So him playing in that game has definitely piqued my interest of there, there's a chance here. And if he comes back, you're going into next season with a more manageable non-conference late, a returning quarterback who was one of the best in the country prior to that late-season late injury, and the sky's the limit on what you can accomplish. Scale 1 to 10 of you being surprised Bo Nix decides to come back before finding out he was going to play in the bowl game. Uh, Before finding out he was going to play in the bowl game, Eight. Yeah, pretty high, right? Now it would be like a five. Oh, I go lower. Maybe even lower. I yeah. think you just made a great point. And and maybe your overall Bo Nix is just game guy who's there for his team. And I, I hate saying that because I don't think the guy's not playing or no. not teammates. Yeah. You're not insinuating that, but No, but you know what I mean. Some like, guys are just like, I don't care about injuries and yeah. insurance. I just want to play with my teammates. Well, you know, Ray John Wright, Oregon State, he he was he said he's going to the NFL draft, and it's you know framed as like he opted out. He's not playing the bowl. He's the only Beaver right now that's opted out. Yeah. He had to correct the record. He's like, I'm not opting out. I'm having thumb surgery. I have to get ready for the draft. Like, I have to prioritize a career at this point. Yes, he's the only one, and so I don't. It's not fair to some of the guys who do opt out to say that. But him playing to me is that's huge. And and Landing did it this weekend with Dante Moore, secured him as a recruit. I wouldn't be surprised if Landing's having these conversations all day the next couple weeks. They've they've got the game at the end of the month and taking on a fun UNC team. That's probably going to be a high scoring affair. And yeah, Drake May or Drake Drake May. I don't know if he's opted out yet or if he's going to play. I but think he's a freshman, isn't he? Yeah, I, I think he's a young guy. But you know, some of these guys in some of these bowl games, they make interesting decisions if they're not leaving. But that's true. You get some guys that still uh, like still season-ending surgery or, hey, I'm shutting it down. I'm a little banged up. I want to get ready for next year. Well, and I guess I just Googled him that people are asking him if he's going to transfer. Uh, so I, there's – there's Well, he's got a ton of money <laughs> offered to Questions him. after a great first year. I'm sure UNC can come up with a payday there. but it or, does, or Georgia will. Or Georgia will or somebody that needs him. Yeah. I, th- there is, though, excitement when you get quarterbacks that are going to play in these games. Like Bowl games, to me, are largely meaningless. They don't mean it. They don't matter. I know it's different for every team. Like Oregon State getting a bowl win would be huge for them to get to 10 wins and I don't want to poo-poo 10 wins but when you have Bo playing and there's like something on the line there of like all right let's see what you can if you can go out on top with your kind of full roster as close as you can be it makes me more excited for a bowl game uh Steve Wiltfong will join us at the bottom of the hour he's a national recruiting expert for 24-7 sports so we'll talk to him for the daily ticker uh, we don't normally have a Monday guest but Steve uh had availability on Monday so we thought it'd be fun to kind of dive in and see what the world looks like uh, now that the regular season is over. More bull news. We'll get to that coming up next. We got the daily ticker. We got Deion Sanders audio to get to as well. Uh, Keith in a garbage truck uh, noting we have not played our Blazer win song yet. That's a fair point. No, we have not. Yeah, they won back to back, baby. Yes, they have. We're and back. So, and so we have a lot to discuss. Uh, and by the way, the other bowl game, TCU losing in the Big 12 championship and the playoff rankings that came out. And so a lot to discuss. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, Steve Wilfong at uh, 7.30. Ask Steve Wilfong about the transfer portal. It opens up officially today. It, it is madness. Absolute madness. Yeah, Dirk told me during the break it would be 1,500 kids in the transfer portal. and I mean, you have like 10%, 15% of every roster, it feels like, entering the portal every offseason now. It's not surprising, and it's, it's, it's a deep amount of talent, but... Um, yeah, we could talk about that a little bit later. We still have Dion audio we can get to. I got some cuts that we pulled from the Dion press conference. He's at Colorado now, so he'll be in the Pac-12. I'm talking about the college football playoff either. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the playoff either. You're right. Um, Oregon State found out they're going bowling. They did. They're going bowling in Vegas. Vegas, baby. They got the Florida Gators, huh? I want to know, you Googled this, yeah. I'm assuming, because you were thinking about it. How expensive are we talking here? Uh, yeah, so I opened my Alaska account because I'm a proud card carrying member that's right shout out alaska and uh the cheapest flight i saw and this is obviously not helpful that i'm choosing to leave on a friday and trying to come back on a sunday in the most common of fashion well you're also at the thursday night seahawk 49er game that weekend yeah otherwise i'd contemplate leaving thursday to get maybe a slightly better deal but i looked that up too so the cheapest flight i found on alaska was like 390 or 420 that's one ticket. One one way, one ticket. Yeah, uh, that would be a wife trip. Yeah. And so uh, that in itself, and then you go look at ticket prices. I mean, to sit at the very top of Allegiant Stadium, it's like $120. <laughs> so then you're in there for 240 plus you got to stay somewhere. And look, you can say, well, Sprague, it's bowl season. Like, you're going to have to spend money to go. You're not wrong. I just didn't expect flights to Vegas to be as expensive. And so I went on, uh, you ever use Kayak? You know, like the all-encompassing, give you the cheapest yeah. option thing. Yeah, shop around. Man, if you want to get there for cheap, you can via Spirit. Uh, spirit. Oh, go void. Thank you. How, how cheap are we talking? Uh, without taking a bag, it's 160 <laughs> You want to take a bag, it's going to be about 280 Dude, you could shove a day's worth of clothes into a backpack, you know? Hey, it'd be about Does a backpack days. count as a bag? Uh, it, on their website, it looked like every bag coming with you was going to cost you money. So even like a little thing that slits right yep. under your seat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come on, spirit. I've never flown on the, the old air school bus, but, uh, I have not either. I've, I've not experienced the that. greatest reviews have not come in. Anyways. Yeah. I looked it up. It's, it's not a cheap trip and I thought it, I thought it would be reasonable. And yet I'm deciding now I'm going to be watching it. This is the toughest part about bowl games is you cannot book anything until you know, like unless you're going to the playoff, you know, you're going to the playoff kind of thing. Uh, you, I mean, you won't know until conference championship week. And then it's like, Hey, in two weeks, if you want to go to Las Vegas, this is going to be incredibly expensive. Like if you would book this in October, you're going, it's pretty affordable, right? You can get in, get out. Vegas is great. I do love that they've upped the the profile of the Vegas Bowl and being it's at Allegiant Stadium, which is an awesome stadium. We didn't get to the atmosphere on Friday night. That was incredible, man. Full stadium. Dude, that, the sellout. Yeah. Thinking back to when that game was played in, in Santa Clara and there was like 46 people in the stands and it was everybody fell asleep watching it to where it's at now. A great look for the conference. They, the, the fans were amazing. So you're playing in a great stadium in a cool city. You get an SEC matchup. This 
this is one of the more exciting bowl games for me if Anthony Richardson plays. Florida's backup, I believe, was Kitna, who we don't need to get into that again. Uh, so if Richardson opts out for for the NFL, that'll be a bit of a bummer. Great for Oregon State because they're going to have an awesome shot at winning that game. But Anthony Richardson is a fun quarterback to watch. He's in a, in a freak athlete that looks great from one quarter and horrible to the next quarter. I'd love to see how Oregon State's defense can try and bottle him up. That's a really fun matchup. I just hope he plays. Well, I you know I've said this about Vanderbilt. I'll say it about Florida. You if you can beat the SEC, it Stop does it. stop it. Does leave Stop it. Well, Vanderbilt built Florida, so stop it. Stop it. <clears throat> you want to downplay Vanderbilt? They beat Florida. I mean, what do you want me to say? Nothing you can respond with. We'll we'll get the Utah uh, revenge. We'll you make get sure. the the yeah. You, we need yeah. this one as a conference. We need to come up. We can't we can't have the conference champion and one of our like kind of dark horse underrated teams all year that won nine games both lose to a six and six Florida team. That would not be ideal. There's Mark. a lot of pressure yeah. on you on this one. Yeah, there is. Don't There's, lose. They're putting a lot of pressure on themselves. They want. I've been told like this is huge for them in that locker room. They want to win their bowl game. They want to get to 10 wins. It's only happened yes. two times in school history. Absolutely. And the other time they got to play extra games, so this time would be it would feel really good if they could do that. That it would. I will say, I do think despite my cheap ass, I think a lot of Oregon State fans are going to be at this game. I'd imagine so. It's Vegas in December. Yeah. Why would you not want to go to Vegas? Well, that, I actually brought San Diego or Vegas and the wife goes, I'd rather go to Vegas and that surprised me. Is she into gambling? She thinks Vegas is going to be really warm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas can get nippy. Not as warm as San Diego. No, not as warm But it's as warmer that. than here. Yes. Well, a lot of places are. <laughs> yeah. Even Hill, I was there last October into November going near 75, 76. I mean, it's not sure. like sit and lay by the pool weather, which is, I think, what a lot of wives want to do while we're all gambling, but that's it's not bad. Well, but in late December when you get the bowl game... It, it does get – you get that mountain nip in the air. I mean, it's cold, yeah. But, but the good thing is you're indoors. The game's indoors. The yeah, casinos are indoors. It used to be outside at UNLV Stadium. Oh, it was horrible. God. And it was a Mountain West matchup. You never, never want to know. The team – I feel like the Pac-12 team lost the the Vegas Bowl every year. To BYU. Well, yeah. The guys who don't drink and gamble. It was always an unfair advantage. Did you hear, by the way, on the post game on Fox, one of the announcers – is it, Kyle Whittingham's a Mormon, is he not? I believe he is. I believe he is. He's a yeah. He's a Utah. One of the announcers was like, "Hey, you gonna get out of Vegas before you get in trouble?" (laughs) What did he say to that? Did he awkwardly? Well, he was. They were like, "How are you gonna celebrate this?" And he was like, "Well, you know, we're going back to Salt Lake City. We got like a flight in an hour and a half, and we're gonna go celebrate with our." He was like, "I'm a grandpa. I want to go celebrate with my grandkids." Yeah. And one of the, I think it was like Reggie Bush was like, "Yeah, it's good to get out of Vegas before you get in trouble." (laughs) I'm like. I don't think he's taking part in those libations, but... Uh, Is that okay. an Urban Meyer reference? Well, what, what was he trying to do there? Because Urban's sitting two seats away. Urban would stay Urban's Vegas. like, oh, I did yesterday. Hey, it stays here, right? What happens here stays here. By the way, the high for the next, like, 10 days in Vegas, it's yeah. like mid to, low to mid-50s. I mean, that's still... And the, and the lows are 30s and 40s. So it's, it's warmer than here, but it's still not hot. That you know is cold. I mean? Yeah, that, that is cold. That's cold weather. Uh, Steve Wiltfon covers recruiting nationally for 24-7. What does he make of the transfer portal opening and Oregon with Dante Moore and uh, all the other dealings in recruiting? Steve Wiltfong joins us next. But first, Jordan with the sports update. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Well, you know, some fan, sometimes things don't go the way you want them to go, and you just you keep moving, baby. Next man up, we keep moving. Next play. You got to flush it, you got to move on. All right? That's what we're doing here. 
Yeah, but if we did a film session right now, <laughs> I'd be, we'd be breaking down that film, and it wouldn't be our fault. Well, no, but like we're the ones that have to deal with it. This is where I'd love to have a film session of what happened over the weekend and who touched the board to the point that you can't hear a guest on the phone. But uh, it'll it'll get fixed for later well, in the day. And, and the frustrating thing for us is like in I mean, prototypical. I still think that a, you know the right way to. Oh, move. sorry guys. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. yeah, I got our clip ready, and I'm that just was... firing it off too early. That was great timing. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be all solved by 9 a.m. As soon as the show's done, we'll have it. Oh, don't worry, we'll figure it out by 9 a.m. We got this, dog. We got this. Why do um, we need anybody in here to help us when things are actually not working? Who needs that? You know, Jesus. Uh, college ball playoff. We haven't talked about that yet. I, I have a controversial take. We'll get to that in the final hour. A controversial take. I do have a controversial take. I, I, yeah, I. We'll get to the cut. I just want to say I was surprised how many people really thought TCU wasn't getting in. Yeah, TCU was a lock to get in. That was that was baffling. You can't to me. go twelve and zero in the regular season. They're not going to get jumped for another like two or three lot. Like it not happening. It felt like it was very concrete going into the championship game. Yes. Like a kick, I was like, oh, unless I think they got destroyed, unless it was like forty two to ten. Sure, but they already beat that team. I know <laughs> they did. Yeah, they they were in no matter what, and it kind of it zapped the energy of the weekend a little bit. Like the excitement level. Imagine if, like, like the, the new scenario. Hold on, we'll get to that in the funnel hour. I'm getting distracted now. Uh, I want to play one of these clips. So Steve Wolfong, we just had him on. Nobody could hear him, but that's the guest that we had. He's the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports. I had a million other things that I wanted to ask him. So did Sprague. We're hopefully going to get him back on. Uh, at some point, Sprague sent him an apology text, and we'll see if we can reconnect. It's very lengthy. Very lengthy apology text. Uh, but we did at least get one question in on, or- on Oregon. So here is Steve Wolfong on Dante Moore and the rest of their class. I mean, I still think that there's a, you know, the right way to build your program is through the grassroots high school players and develop them and then supplement your roster with whatever needs you may have through the portal you know for instance Oregon had a big need on the interior of their defensive line and in their quarterback room so Dan Lanning and his new staff were able to go in there and get starters at those positions to you know enhance what was already inherited uh, for them but you're not going to be a team that's going to consistently compete for the national championship, in my opinion, by playing in the portal year in and year out. But you can certainly find key pieces to help keep you in the equation or, or elevate your potential year in and year out. I love that we had a listener text into. What's funny is when I finally turned my speakers all the way up, I could actually hear you guys whispering to one another. We were, yeah, we're frantically talking back and forth. That's not supposed to go out over the air. Uh, that's okay. I'll just get my pink slip here in about an hour. And uh, Well, that's the other thing. So, How is that getting picked up, though? I think I was talking to Jordan, and you left your mic on. And so, like, I'm whispering, but... If you, if you if turn you it up that loud, you can it, hear it. Did you hear how loud he had to turn that up? Yeah. All right. Well, dear God. And we just totally don't derailed. care. We just totally derailed. It's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. It'll get fixed by 9 a.m. No, no big deal. Don't worry about having a guest at 7.30 on a Monday morning. On I a mean, can Monday? we just have anybody that, like, if Jordan or Swag are in a pinch, because Swag has had problems, too. Like, anybody. Please. No, probably won't, happen. probably won't happen. Well, let's get to Deion Sanders. Hopefully this audio works. Do we have these ready to go in the system? Yeah, that's a thumbs up. All right, so yeah. Deion Sanders, I old takes exposed myself. When this job was offered, I gave it a maybe 1% chance of happening. Oh, that's a show collective. Like, no chance he's exposed. going to Colorado. No chance. I asked specifically, <laughs> what's the better job? And everybody said, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> So, uh, he goes to Colorado. What a win for the Pac-12. Like, we can get to this to kind of start the final hour, just what it means for the conference. Uh, I know it's maybe a hair reactionary. 
if I'm a network like ESPN or I'm bidding for their rights, I don't know how long Deion Sanders is going to be in Boulder, but that next television deal is not going to be that long. And if you tell me I get the drama and the entertainment of Deion Sanders on the sideline, I might be willing to pay a couple extra bucks. It's a big deal for the Pac-12. Oh, it's it's monster for the conference that he chose this conference. He could have gone to USF. He could have gone to Cincinnati. He yeah. is a Florida guy, as he mentioned in his presser. He's a Florida guy living in Texas, and he decided to go to Boulder, Colorado. Uh, it's monster for the conference. I'm setting the over-under number, though. I'm setting it at three. And the reason I set it so low... For years, he's going to be a Colorado or Yeah, I, okay. I, I would say, would you take the over-under of three and a half? Just for Vegas gambling's sake, because remember, before he took the Jackson State job, he prominently came out and said, I want an NFL head coaching gig, and everybody said, you don't just get that. you got to work your way up. And then there was Jeff Saturday. And then, (laughs) interim, interim coach. Interim, sorry. And then Dion said, okay, fine. And he went to Jackson State. He got the number one player in a recruiting class. Mm -hmm. They've lost, I think, like one game his entire time. They might go undefeated again this year. He's got his kid at quarterback. And Colorado's the next highest job they came calling. I, I don't know if he's long for Colorado, but it's going to be damn entertaining while he's there. Deion Sanders in Pac-12 after dark is what I needed. Inject that into my veins. This is a win for the – it was a win for the conference. The conference has taken a hit. You're losing two of your blue blood programs in USC and UCLA. Yeah. You needed something like this. To your point, who knows how long Deion will be around. But in the short term, it's awesome. Here's Deion Sanders at his press conference yesterday, uh, for those that missed it, talking about bringing Colorado back. Wow. Colorado, you showed up and you showed up. This is uh, unbelievable. It's funny how God always takes me to the unthinkable and, and provokes me to do the things that people wouldn't fathom doing. And I never would have thought it this time last year when I was laid up in the hospital dealing with these blood clots, getting two toes amputated and the sides of my legs cut out, that I would be in Colorado in this beautiful weather, this beautiful um, this beautiful place, this beautiful city, which is virtually crime-free with uh, over 36,000 students and a fan okay. base, base that just won't stop. Don't you ever tell me nothing that God can't do, because this is flat-out incredible. As you know, I have work to finish in Jackson, Mississippi. They tell me we and O. Oh. That means we hadn't lost to anybody. We're and O. Oh. And we got to win this championship. But simultaneously, like I play baseball and football, I can multitask and I can focus. <laughs> and this is my job and my occupation and my business and my dream to bring you back to where you know you should belong. I mean, come on. Are you kidding? First off, I love the crime statistics out of Boulder. Good for Boulder. Crime free. Love it. I loved it. I love that he looked it up. He's just like, I wonder what the crime rate in Boulder, Colorado Has is. Has anybody fact-checked that? I'm, I'm assuming Boulder's pretty um, crime-free, but I'm just we're just kind of believing him, running with it. But, I, you know, hey, why not? And then he, I love the, the baseball-football line. I can, I can do two things at once. That is such a good quote, man. Dude, it was a pretty good press conference. I pulled like five or six cuts from this thing. And some of these answers are a little lengthy because it's, you know, you don't want to cut off primetime, but... Primetime yeah. go. When primetime starts going, he's going. He 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 got asked some questions about <sighs> expectations and which one was look at it right now as we're live on the air. He had one about oh, asked if he was worried, and he was like, Worry? Me? Listen nice to this play. answer. Do I look like a man that worries about anything? Not at all. Did no. you see the way I walked in here? Did you see the swagger that was with me? <laughs> Worry? Baby, I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> Yeah, come on, I'm too damn blessed to be stressed. 
I've never been one for peer pressure. I put pressure on peers. I've never been one to worry. I make people worry. I, I don't I don't get down like that. I'm too darn confident. And you've heard me in this quote many times. That's my natural natural odor. I don't even work alone. That's confidence I'm, I'm wearing right now. I don't worry because I know the resources and the staff that we're afforded here. And I know the work ethic that we have. And I trust the Bible says that rod and that staff, they comfort me. This staff is going to comfort the heck out of me. And we're going to be good. We're really going to be good. I do not worry. You need to worry about getting a spot in here the next time we do this, because there's going to be more cameras than this. That's the worry. <laughs> there's three three notes out of this that need to be talked about. We can carry some of this over to the final hour. One, he he's introducing his family during the opening of part of it, and he, he introduces his son, who he just flat out says, that's going to be your quarterback. I think it's Shador Sanders. Shador yeah. Sanders. Like, that's going to be your quarterback. So anybody else on the Colorado roster, take note. The starting quarterback is coming to town. Uh, the, I believe, athletic director of Colorado was talking to reporters afterwards or at some point and said they don't know how they're going to pay for it or they don't have the money yet, but don't worry, we'll get the money. Yeah, Rick George, very confident. Like, he convinced <laughs> Dion to come here, and he's like, oh, now i got to pay him. He's like, we don't have the money now, but we'll, we'll, we'll get the money. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming donations are going to flow in and you're going to get season tickets that sell. Like, sure. There's a lot of money that's getting poured in. And then there was a clip that went viral. We didn't pull this one, but there was a clip that went viral of him talking to the current Colorado players of which there was maybe 20 in an auditorium. Not many guys left. A lot of them have gone. They're not going to a bowl game, right? I'm sure some kids are already in the portal. And he basically said, uh, you know, some positions are already taken care of, so I'm bringing my luggage with me, and if you want to enter the portal, enter the portal. Yeah, that one went viral. I I didn't pull it. You can't hear it as clearly. Um, But he's getting a lot of flack for that comment. And I, I guess I understand it, but he at least he's being forthright with these kids. Like, yo, some of your positions, I already know who's going to be playing there from Jackson State. I'd imagine, has it been enough years for the Hunter kid to go to the NFL, or does he have one more year where he has to play? The number one recruit? Yeah. He was only a true freshman. Was, was he a freshman this year? I believe so. Okay. Travis Hunter? You'd imagine Travis Hunter's going to follow him, right? Like, I'm just kind of assuming at this point that he's in with the Deion Sanders thing. And, you know, Deion says himself, he's like, I'm not a big NIL guy. I'm an NFL guy. And he's like, there's another way to make money. Now, he'll play the NIL game if he needs to, but... Yeah, Travis Hunter was a true freshman So there you go. And I'd imagine that kid's coming back, and that kid's going to play any position he wants. He says his kid's going to start at quarterback, but he's got to earn it, but he's also going to be starting. <laughs> he's definitely starting. Uh, but, yeah, I, I see why people take give, some, give him some flack for that comment, but I also just like, that's incredibly honest. Like, hey... If you ain't ready to work and earn it, get the hell out of here. Hit the portal. I don't care. I mean, also, their team is horrible. Yeah, so you guys you haven't wanna, earned any right. If there's a roster you want to tell, hit the road. It's probably Colorado's. But uh, wild stuff. Deion Sanders took the job. How you know Is this going to work? How long is he going to be at Colorado? Your thoughts? Welcome. 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. I want to continue on this for a bit. The college football playoff is set. We haven't talked about that. The Blazers got a couple of nice wins. I want to dive into those. we got a million things, though, to get to in the final hour. Don't go anywhere. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.